WWTI Studios would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy-ass bitches. If the stick up your ass is causing you to complain about the adult content, please listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us and like to have a little fun, enjoy the show. You're listening to We Won the Internet, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-acidly bring you weird news, funny stories, and anything we can find interesting on the web. So please welcome our hosts, Sam Baxter and Logan Marks. How is everybody doing out in podcast land? It's June 18th, 2020. Thanks for joining us for another night at the bunker with your two favorite idiots. Oh man, Sam, I saw something. What? It was kind of sad, but it was funny at the same sad time. Sad and funny? Yeah, so romantic like, comedy. I, romantic comedy. <laughs> it, it was. I, it's kind of, this. Is, this was kind of hard to explain. It was a uh, Dave Chappelle's Eight Forty Six. Oh, that stand-up he did on Netflix. He didn't do it on Netflix because he decided he doesn't want to make any profit off it. Oh, he doesn't. Okay, so okay. So it's on. You can get. It, you can watch it on YouTube. Okay, it's good to know. So if you type in eight, yeah, if you type in Eight Forty Six, it's only about twenty-seven minutes. Hmm. Uh, IMDb gave it like an 8.1. I was kind of torn on it because like, usually I, I'm not a big fan of comedians like going up there and like just preaching. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, I don't want that. You, it's a, you're, yeah, you're stand up comedy. Yeah, it's you're, just you're, comedy. You, you watch it, yeah, you watch it to be entertained. Yep. But he was he was surprised. I don't, Dave Chappelle has a way to be be able to like put his points out there. Okay. And you know they could be political or you know. Or anything like, and he has a way of just telling a story and making it just intriguing, you know. And it's there's it's funny, even though there's a lot of it is a little preachy, but there's always there's always a, a comedy aspect to it. Okay. So you didn't but, you didn't feel like you were being talked to like like you were being preached to, or you kind of did, but it was okay. Uh. It, I felt like it, he was just making a bunch of good, good points, basically. And when and when I listened to, it, I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. I can understand what, what he's what he's trying to kind of come across. With. Okay, you know, he's talking about you know the the George Floyd's death mm-hmm. and the, uh, the injustice yeah, that the black people feel. Um, and you know, he's making his points, and he's basically talking about how it affects him. You know how people are, people are like asking, hey, you know, Dave Show, why aren't you saying something? Why aren't you speaking for the people mm-hmm. at his point is like hey i shouldn't have to fucking speak because the people are speaking right now mm. the protests you know, they're, and they're the like ones that. yeah the ones you need to listen to are the ones that are speaking you don't you don't want to hear what a fucking comedian or a fucking actor mm-hmm. has to say mm-hmm. you want to listen you, you need to listen to the people to what the streets are yep. saying yeah okay and that was basically his point okay but it's not really my job to but be, he, talk for the people the people are doing yeah. it themselves yeah, okay. Like they they have the voice. They don't need they don't need him. That's what was what was a point, okay. which was really interesting. I like I liked I liked what he had to say. You uh, know, I could respect that. That's fair enough. So so uh, good to watch then, huh? It's not very long. I would I would recommend it to anybody. I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have already seen it because it's already been out for like a week. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm too busy. I'm not a I'm not a huge stand up person, though. You know that. I never have been. Yeah, I know. You don't. Yeah, I, I've I, never I don't like this. Yeah, I, I do. You guys did. I, everybody, you, Salundi. You remember? You guys all used to watch it. Some of our other cousins used to always watch it. I just like didn't care. I'm, I'm more into like watching sitcoms with laugh tracks because I. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I like I like people to tell me what. I know. I want I want to know what's funny. Don't don't let me figure it out. You tell me what's funny, and I'll laugh. Damn it, I'll fucking laugh. So, so speaking of laugh tracks, what show? Yeah, what shows are you so, watching that are laugh track related? Honestly, I honestly just to be honest and true, I really hate laugh tracks. Like they fucking annoy me a lot. But <laughs> but um, no, but there are there's a, there's a couple shows that actually have laugh tracks that I you know are getting, yeah I mean. It's hard, but okay. So another comedian, you know, Fluffy Gabriel Iglesias, he has a show on Netflix. See, uh, yeah, I, I and I like Fluffy. Yeah. He has a good stand. He, he does have good stand up, and I th- and I've watched him a little bit. You know, I gotta respect uh, you know our Mexican brother, but you know, I I, I watch his show, mm-hmm. and it's it's not too bad. It's okay. You know, it's not. It's it's he's a high school teacher for those who don't know, and he's dealing with teaching them. You know, trying to keep them on a straight path. And then he's dealing with the teachers that are just all asinine and stuff and stupid. And he's got a buddy that's just mm-hmm. a jerk and, you know, always hitting on the on the other teacher there. And it's, it's, it's it's you know, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's I'm not telling yeah. you it's it's awesome. It's fantastic Emmy stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying anything like that. Yeah. It's, it entertains It's kind me. of standard, yeah, like standard sitcom. Yeah, stuff yeah. <clears throat> and, and again, I, I really don't like laugh tracks. And I've kind of been able to tune them out. And I don't know how I've done that because, uh-huh. I, I mean, for like – a lot of the '90s and 2000s, like I hated, like I wouldn't watch any more sitcoms anymore because of laugh tracks. So you mm. didn't see me watching Friends, you know. I, I mean, fuck that show, but you know, I just, mm. I, I didn't, I couldn't deal with like laugh tracks. And then this one, maybe I've been away from laugh tracks and any type of sitcoms for way too long, for like 15, 20 years. It maybe it's not bothering me as much. I don't know. Maybe I just have a little more patience for this guy because you know, like I said, the the few stand up that I have watched, I've watched him and. Mm-hmm. He, he's told some pretty good stories and he's had some funny stuff that's relatable and I, maybe I've just given him more of a chance maybe just because he's Mexican fuck I don't know but, <laughs> 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 but you know I just uh, who knows you know I'm not gonna lie but it's a it's it's an, a decent show it, it's it's not bad and the season two just came out like just yesterday and I finished season one like last week and they're like oh mm-hmm. yeah season two just out I'm like fuck yeah so <laughs> I just checked it out and it's yeah. it's alright you know it's I, I watched I tried watching a couple episodes of yeah. it. It I it wasn't horrible. Like I didn't hate yeah. it. But like like I said, it's it it takes me a it takes me a lot of patience to watch the show with a laugh track I know, nowadays. I know. Cuz I think the last time I actually really enjoyed a show that had a laugh track was like Seinfeld. Yeah, uh, same, and here. Even, and same can, here. And I can and I can yeah, and I can watch I can still watch Seinfeld and for some reason it's it's, it's still funny. Yeah. Well, cuz you cuz you laughed really a lot with well a lot of the stuff it. that happened in there. Like, yeah, so you didn't notice, yeah. and I don't know if it's because. Yeah, go ahead. No, I said, and it's, that's why you didn't really notice the laugh tracks, is because you were kind of laughing with it. Yeah, because I was laughing. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was there was situations I thought were were funny, mm-hmm. and the the comedians were all of them were really good. Yeah, oh yeah, all, all the actors were great, and and I don't know if it's because maybe because I grew up with with that show, and maybe like even when I watch it today, it just brings me good memories of how things were when I mm-hmm. you know, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like nowadays, I can't. I can't really watch. It's it's hard for me to watch a show with a laugh track. I, I agree. I'm, I again, I I stayed away from shows from for like 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 you said since the, since Seinfeld ended in '97. I haven't watched really any shows with any type of you know laugh tracks on them. The only thing about this, and I'm not saying they don't have laugh tracks, but it's what's that I don't really see a lot of is it's it's recorded in front of a live studio audience. So, mm-hmm. I I just in my mind I tell myself it's all them that are laughing. <laughs> and, and, and uh, there's real yeah, laughter. It's, it's, real laughter it's all real. Everyone just dying of all the comedies. <laughs> it's so good. So, yes, you know. And, and I thought, and I thought, like nowadays, that people wouldn't 
really watch kind of stuff with laugh tracks, but it's just like the Fuller House when Fuller House came mm-hmm. out. Like that was on Netflix. That, I I think a lot of people they watched did. That. It was pretty popular. It was. Yeah, and I and then, it was nostalgic, right? So, I think that maybe that's what it was. It was just kind of nostalgic, and people were like really into it. I mean, the when I look at the ratings on there, uh, it's like six point eight, which is still pretty high. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, I think some people can put up with it. I I have a really hard time with it, and I'm not a real big fan of it. But again, it's it's okay because some of the humor on there is adult humor, like when he's with the other teachers, and I and I like that. And and he's funny, and he you know he says things in Spanish to like just like last night had me laughing on this one part. But you know, but mm-hmm. it's just you know maybe if you know some Spanish and it helps. <laughs> but you know he, he yeah maybe that's what yeah it is. but you know it's 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 some from some of it's pretty funny and again I'm not saying it's for everybody I mean I, I like his stand up from what I've watched I've watched like two of his specials I don't even know how many he has he's probably got way more than that but <laughs> <laughs> he's got quite a bit Does yeah he? I think I've, I think I remember like three or four of them that he's that he's done they used to be on Netflix didn't they yeah, there's a couple of them on there. Oh, they still are okay. And and like I've like I said, I've I've watched pretty much all the ones out on Netflix, and they've always they've always been pretty funny, except for his last one. I don't remember what which one it was called, but I it wasn't funny. It 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 was it was funny, but it wasn't as good as the last couple ones that he sat out. Oh, that's no good in my in my opinion. A lot of people would a lot of people would disagree with me, but I I I don't know. It seems like like he was just kind of talking about the same things. Oh, so he didn't really just have any new material. Yeah, it felt it felt like he didn't have anything really that new or even that that great. Mm. Well, which was, was kind of disappointing because like every time he had a new one, I was I was there. Like You're I ready. loved watching his, his stand up. Yeah, I was ready. Anything he had, I was ready to watch it. You know, it's got it's got to be really hard to be stand up. I, I I just oh yeah, man, that's the balls and you know and the nerves of steel you got to have. Jeez, you know the hecklers you got to deal yeah, with. I mean, there's some assholes out there. You see even some videos you, out there. Yeah. Even, yeah, even if you're like a big time, there's always going to be someone's out there fucking heckling. Well, didn't talking about Chappelle, I didn't like when he had left his show and then he came back and I had heard like he was in Connecticut and he he went on stage, he showed up like a year or two later and he got heckled off and he was all mad. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I remember he, he was like, all like butthurt really badly and yeah. It was like what the <laughs> fuck. So, but yeah, like that's just a part of the game, you know? Oh, yeah, Sometimes exactly. Yeah. No, I, I get that. It's and another thing now is it seems really hard is everyone's getting too sensitive about things, right? You can't really say anything. Like a lot of people like like universities, they won't let a lot of these comedians go because, you know, they, they said a joke about, you know, homosexuals or, you know, a certain, you know, whatever po- political, you know, team you follow. You know, mm. it's it doesn't it doesn't it's not what they like, so then nope, you're banned. Yeah. And it's like yeah, fuck. I when I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast he has a lot of comedians on there mm-hmm. I, I i think like every time they have every comedian he has on there like i there's always some they're always saying something about how they won't do colleges anymore like they won't go to they won't go to them it's just it's just because a pain it was yeah everybody's such such a little pan yeah. you can't say anything about too anything. fragile if yeah because if you do they get all upset mm-hmm. or they'll, you know they won't they'll try say to that ban you from going group. over there yeah it's yeah it's so weird i was <laughs> i was watching a thing like on uh on uh there was a clip that somebody had sent me like one of you know somebody um texted to me and it was basically like wrestling i mean just how things have changed so far because like you watch comedy like remember in living color we used to watch back in the early 90s yeah <laughs> I mean, that yeah. was totally said you know racially I insensitive know. you know some of the yeah some of the shit on there would not no fuck no 
<laughs> there's a lot of good stuff on there. It was so funny. But they were showing me, there was like a clip from like the late 90s when like uh, Eddie Guerrero, he was a wrestler, and John Cena. John Cena was talking shit to him, mm-hmm. and he was like, you you, me- you you Mexican, you wet back. You still tell him all this shit on the stage. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> and people were just eating yeah, it up. Yeah. And, and it was like, everyone just kind of like, yeah. But it wasn't like a big deal, right? It wasn't like, oh, my God. Like, fucking, you know, you got to. You know, he needs to take it off the stage right now, you know, you know, exit out. And you know, it was nothing like that, but it's just, everyone's got really fragile about a lot of things. And it's, it's hard for these comedians. Now they got to kind of, you know, the, the material has to be like a little more neutral. And I, I think some of them are having a hard time. Like you said, a lot of those guys on Rogan, they don't want to, like you said, they're not doing the colleges yeah. anymore. You know? Yeah. They, a lot of them won't because it's, it's, it's not worth their time no. because I mean, people don't. Don't appreciate what they do. No, it's it's hard work. I think it's really hard. I know. I know. I wouldn't want to do it. I I did watch. Speaking of uh, comedians, uh, Bill Burr. Uh-huh. He's like another one of my favorites. Yeah, he does a lot of funny oh, man. shit. His stand up is like the, I think he had last last stand up he has was a like Paper Tiger. Excellent, excellent. Okay. Excellent comedy. Is that on Netflix? <laughs> that one's on Netflix okay. as well. Okay. Uh, he's he has also he has another show called F is for Family. Okay. And it's on its fourth season. Fourth season. Um. It's basically uh, a show from the, it's like in the seventies. Okay, and he's and he plays like a, a father of two, no, three kids, and he has his wife, and it's uh, it's he's pretty much like you know going through the changes from the seventies to you know to the eighties where you know, have the women's women's rights and mm-hmm. and um, all the stuff that was going on then you know. It's just like a family show. It kind of reminds me a little bit like of Archie Bunker. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the Archie Bunker so kind of So he's kind of like no filter? But yeah. He's just, you know, he, it's 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 pretty entertaining. So it, some people want, might not like it. It's, it's I, I, I enjoy it. But I'm a Bill Burr fan. So like anything he does, I, I'll, you know. Check it out. I'll, I'll watch okay. it. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, you know. Um, but some, some people might not, might not appreciate it as much because it's not really – it's not really like a ha-ha comedy. It's more like a – it's it's basically – I don't want to say like a sitcom, but it's it's more like a drama comedy. Okay. Well, there's stuff – it's a cartoon where stuff's going on and you're, you're, you're and things are happening and, and you just kind of remember – it kind of reminds you of stuff when you, when you grow up. Kind of like the – what was that show with uh, – Battlestar Galactica? Oh, the Fritz. Oh, no. no way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Battlestar Galactic. That's what it's it brings back memories of when you were in space <laughs> in your space battles and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. fighting robots. Exactly. That's what it reminds me of. And you know, it's it's when 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 the when the, the ships start flying, that's that's when I know it's going to get good. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, what's that Fred Savage show? The oh, one, one of yours. Yeah, but it's like a cartoon form, but it's a little bit more okay, uh, more dirty. Oh, yes, <laughs> more gr- more gritty. Okay. Maybe I'll have to go back and check this out because I think I watched one episode and I was kind of like, eh, kind of bored. It, yeah, you got to Maybe I'll go you, back. Yeah, you got to, you got to, you got to, yeah, you got to give it a couple episodes okay. before you can get into it. It, it, um, but, and like I said, like it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but I, I enjoyed it. Well, and I think a lot of people would if they have kind of a, you know, success of humor. Yeah, it's, it's. But like I said, it's kind of like seventies range, early eighties. Well, so I'm looking at the cast list right here. You, you see who's in here is uh, playing Jim Jeffords is Phil Hendry. Remember Phil Hendry, the one he was principal vagina on on uh, Rick and Morty. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this right, guy, yeah. remember, he's the one that did all that comedy radio where he would, you know, double voices, and he he'd act like he is that who that is. Yeah, he was. The, do you remember him? He was the one that would like like he would act like he was somebody like really like either like a jackass or like there was one where he he did a, a show where he was like the he made up these names and he made up these jobs that they had and this guy was the, in charge of uh, Bob Green was his name he was in charge of Fraser Foods like he ran a grocery store. And he's talking about how, you know, since he's the owner of the store, you know, he had to make sure that all, like all the women had to kiss him to make sure that they were like good employees, you know, <laughs> stuff, stuff like that. You know, you know, to, and then like people would call in, you know, he'd be the guest and the and he would play both voices, you know, he'd play both devil. Yeah, he did like all the voices. Yeah, yeah. he did like a, a yeah, bunch I, of voices like that. Yeah, he's fucking funny. And yeah. yeah, and, and every time like he's been on anything, I usually try to watch it, you know, because I've I've always liked Phil Hendry. He's always he's got a great voice. He's got he. I mean, to do dual things like that is pretty awesome, and it it was just funny. He always like just you know he'd he'd make the the audience really mad when they called in. They'd be fucking this is bullshit, you know. Just just like yeah, he would always I, push I really the envelope. Get a pissed off, yeah. Upset, and yeah. again, this is late nineties, you know, early two thousands, where you know he'd be saying things that were like really inappropriate, you know, like. Just, just all kinds of fucked up shit, <laughs> and he would just antagonize people. He was great, <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. If he's on there, I mean, I might check it out. Like, I'm always a fan of Phil Hendry. He's, and again, yeah, Principal Vagina. It, yeah, give it a second try if you try watching it. Yeah, Principal Vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was another show I watched on Netflix, and this is it's it's it sounds like Gentrified, but it's called Hentified. You know, like like people like mm-hmm. Gentrified, but like Hente means you know people in Spanish. And it's basically like yeah. a Mexican taqueria that they run and, and the kind of um, trials and tribulations they go through, you know, not having enough money. You know, the, the man, the grandpa who owns yeah. it, he's, he's, his wife had died a few years earlier. And so he's basically been sad, but he's got his three grandchildren that run it with them. And they're always, you know, they have their own problems and he just wants to make a good life for them. And then he's got the owner of the building that's trying to like sell it, you know, trying to basically sell it off to, you know, more hipsters, yuppies. You know, because he'll make money, right? It's his, yeah. you know, he he might be charging him like two grand a month, but these next people will come in, they'll pay like five. So he's just, you yeah, know. they got money. Exactly, right? right? You know, they got money to spend. And so it's it's just a little, it's a drama. And it's like, it's in East LA. And it's pretty good again. Mm. I'm not saying just because we're Mexican, you're going to like it more. But it's it's a good show. And it's not a comedy. Yeah. I, But it's pretty good. I did watch a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah it was one of those ones. I, I saw it, I liked it, and I'll probably... When I have more time, I'll probably get get into it a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, when I did watch, it did remind me of like a Kim's Convenience. Yeah, that was a good comedy show. That was a good funny show. So it had that it had that little that feel to it, you know, mm-hmm. where, yep. where it's really it's really character character driven. Exactly, where, like it's good know, all writing. The, all the people on there, yeah, the stories were well written in it, and it's and it's the good thing is it's not just the main like four people that are on there. You kind of know about other people in the neighborhood, like side players. They give like they give episodes yeah. to them, and you kind of know like what everyone's going through, right, in the neighborhood. And it's 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 nice when they do things like that because it gives you more of an overall feeling of like everybody's character and what they're going through, the trials and tribulations, and why the way they are, and you know the problems that they're yeah, going. It kind of opens up the wor- the world that's there. It does. It's 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 well written. So it's a good show. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. It just it kind of gives it more of a flavor when you listen when you when you watch it. So it's like, yeah. You wonder why like, the oh, that's, that's kind of yeah. You wonder why the mother's always really bitchy and always you know yelling at the daughter and she's so lazy and blah blah. blah. And then you see like an episode where she's the shit she has to deal through just to you know, and it's it's tough. You know, it makes you 
makes you thankful for things that you have because, you know, there's a lot of people that don't have a lot of things right now, you know, especially losing their jobs. It's tough. And a lot yeah. of people are really suffering and, and it's the struggles everywhere. And sh- seeing shows like this, it, you know, it kind of, kind of makes you feel like damn like this is pretty fucked up and this is even before like all this stuff was happening you know the the, yeah. the recession and, and covid yeah makes you feel like you're not you're not alone that there's you're, you're watching other people going through the same thing you're kind of going yeah. through it's a good school it's a good show it's yeah so i, I think it's an it's something else that people might want to watch it's it's got some pretty like i said it's got some good acting and good writing and you, you can't go wrong with that and there's no laugh tracks yeah, it's a, <laughs> Yes. All right. It looks sounds like we got some pretty good shows to keep people interested in if they want to check those out. Yeah. So we're gonna take a break here and go to shit on the internet. We'll be right back. This week's sponsor is the mainstream media. When you need to know what's going on, turn to. We are taking over your broadcast. We are the group Street Arrow. They are lying to you. They want you to fight each other. They want you to think we are different, but we are not. We all bleed red. We are all humans. Straight Arrow has the answer to all our problems, and it's the one thing that brings us together. Bucking. We need you to fuck each other till we're so mixed. It doesn't matter. Come on, ladies. Let's get that jungle fever going. That's right, amigo. We want to see some Mexicanese babies. Just hanging out. The only way to save this world is to fuck our way out. Stop browsing the mainstream media and start up that Pornhub account. Help us save the world. Transmission over. That's right. When you need to know what's going on, turn to the mainstream media. Your best source for information. So we're back with shit on the internet. So I got this first story here. This is a... This package contained (laughs) 32 bags of marijuana was delivered to the wrong home. So authorities in Texas were called to a family's home when they received an unexpected package containing the 32 bags of marijuana. Right? Some people would consider this like mm. a treasure, I think, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, oh, yeah, I'll, fuck I'll yeah, that. right. So, <laughs> but, but the Harris County Sheriff's Office and deputies were called to the Houston home after the residents reporting it, right? So they, they said, put a message on their Instagram post saying, quote, if, you, if it is yours, please contact the Harris County Sheriff's Office to claim it, unquote. <laughs> because guess what marijuana is illegal to possess in texas so <laughs> i don't oh come on texas. i know so i don't think anybody's gonna be calling them to claim it. i think they'll probably just go to the family and <laughs> this is mine you know i'm not gonna call the cops I'm not gonna go to them for this one i don't get it i don't get why you would still want that stuff to be legal because i mean to be li- illegal like we or legal illegal yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why you would want it to be illegal. you know still. there's a lot of people that that's the way they grew up, and they make it seem like it's the worst thing ever. Like, fucking weed is yeah, the worst ever. You know, it's a drug. You know, that's what that's the way they were taught, right? You're taught things your yeah. whole life. Yeah, because... Yeah. And you just believe Cause it. Because I live in an area where it was legal, and it was illegal, and now it's legal. Mm-hmm. And, we're one, and it really hasn't... I don't think it's done anything that bad. It's actually made it better. I mean... Because now you... Um, we were one of the first states to legalize it. And I, it, there hasn't been, I, I'm not going to, I don't have any data right now to, to back it up, but I haven't seen like a lot more stories when I watch the news of people who were like high that, you know, crashed and killed like a bunch of people or anything like that. You know, it's, no, it's usually alcohol. It, it's always, it's usually <laughs> alcohol. Yes, I, I agree. I mean, I'm not talking shit about alcohol, but I mean, they, they make it seem like weed's so bad and it's the worst and it's, it's, it's too bad. 
and it's, it's too bad like the whole you know country doesn't you know get on board with this because I think it, it's a lot of money to be made from it. A lot of the people who were against it, yeah, in the eighties and nineties, and and with all the rich money, now they're the ones who are backing it. They're making this cash now. They're the ones who are you know buying these fields to grow all this because they're making lots of money. Yeah, right. They're making money now, and and you know you could tax it, you could control oh, it. Oh yeah. People, you know, people want it. People want to use it anyway, and it's not. It's not even that hurt. I mean, like I said, alcohol, and tobacco, or even worse. I know, but it's so it doesn't make. But any it's sense, funny because I don't understand why you talk to the people who who are against it. You know, that's just what they've been taught. You know, it's a drug. Don't fucking touch it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of them still have that that old mentality they do. where it's like, oh, it's, it's yeah, you know, it's gonna turn you into a crazy savage. Oh yeah, you'll go to hell. People, you you, you won't know? make it into heaven yeah, because I, of that. I so yeah. so I worked with it real quick. I worked with a guy. His father had gotten cancer. This is about six eight years ago. His father had gotten basically terminal cancer, stage four, and they said, "Hey, you know, the doctor's like, here, take this marijuana. You know, it'll help alleviate the pain." And so mm-hmm. the guy, the, the my coworker is telling his dad, "Dad, take this stuff, you know." And he's like, "Nope, not doing it. That's a drug. I will not take it." And he was like, "Dad, this is gonna help you. You know, you're suffering. You're dying, Dad. You know, just take it. Nope, mm-hmm. will not do it because in his mind that it was like the worst, one of the worst things ever that you could do. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're dying, man. Just, just, just take it. And he wouldn't do it." Yeah, alleviate your pain. No, no, he he was like no, he, but he was like moaning like oh I'm so much pain, so much pain, I need something mm-hmm. to like we can't give you any more, you know, uh, morphine or but anything they, like they that. They love take yeah, they love take morphine, which is probably even worse. Yeah, but I mean again, you know, they can only give him so much, right? They don't want to kill him right there, and so yeah, because morphine's even addictive. Oh, it's very addictive. That's why all those a lot of those Vietnam vets came back yeah, hooked so on morphine, get hooked on drugs because remember they had the morphine that that's what that was their medicine, you know, out in the field. Yeah. So, so it's tough, man. It's tough. Hopefully, they legalize weed more places around the world. Yeah, it comes from the earth. Weed. God made it for them. Everybody, <laughs> the Lord, yeah. <laughs> Lord wants you to have it. <laughs> it's a gift. So I got. I got. This guy probably smoked a little bit too much weed. So I got a. Sus- I got a story here where a suspected burglar, a suspected burglar in uh, Brandon, was caught when he returned to the scene of the crime because he forgot his car keys. So around five thirty or around three fifty a.m. on Sunday morning, a woman called police, saying that her husband just caught a man and had broken into their garage. So once on the scene, police arrested the suspect. the The continued investi- investigation determined that the suspect had broken into the garage earlier that night, stealing two bicycles, a laptop computer, and a bar fridge. Which is thinking pretty good. A bar fridge kind of heavy. That sounds all right. <laughs> that sounds all right. So he made a pretty. You got you got some pretty good stuff. So, mm-hmm. police said the suspect hid the items nearby, while returning while returning others to his apartment. Once at his building, the suspect realized that he had lost his keys and couldn't get into his apartment complex. <laughs> uh oh. So, so, so the suspect used a rock to smash the front glass door of the building, but still wasn't able to get in because he didn't have the keys. His <laughs> apartment. <laughs> So the suspect then returned to the garage that he had broken to earlier, and the and and he was looking for his lost keys there. And while that happened, the homeowner apprehended him. So according to the police, the suspect was intoxicated. I see. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was all um, it was all alcohol, no no marijuana. <laughs> what a jackass! So yeah, so they arrested him and for breaking and entering, and he got two counts of failure to comply and two counts of uh, mischief. Of and a mischief to property under five thousand oh, dollars, and he got one for assaulting the officer because he kicked the officer at the time <laughs> of the arrest. So, so, so fucking kicked him. 
<laughs> so yeah, so <laughs> so don't do don't do drugs, kids. Don't do alcohol. You mean? Or if you do, like, make sure you know where your keys are yeah. after you leave. <laughs> make sure you it's smoke them right. tweeds. <laughs> Don't stay away from the alcohol. <laughs> he kicked you off. So what do you think? It was a soccer ball or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He thought maybe that was his one chance to get away and kick him in. He <laughs> kicked the officer. <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. So we have this last story here. So a car fleeing from deputies ends up in the backyard of a swimming pool. So this was like Seinfeld. Remember we were talking about Seinfeld earlier? Do you remember that episode mm. where he drove the car into the back of the swimming pool? <laughs> it was just fucking floating there. So <laughs> San Diego County Sheriff's Department said, said deputies responded to a 911 call about 4 a.m. Wednesday reporting two cars driving recklessly in Lemon Grove. The deputies attempted to stop the vehicles, but both sped off from the scene, the department said. <clears throat> deputies called off the chase out of safety concerns before one of the vehicles crashed into the backyard of a home, the sheriff's office said. The vehicle ended up submerged mm. in the home swimming pool, but the driver fled the scene before the deputies arrived. No injuries were reported. So, yeah, this guy fucking. Nice. <laughs> Can you imagine your car, man, just driving into a pool? And why? What did you run? I mean, you know you're gonna get caught. I mean, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know you. They got the license plate. They got your fucking shit in the glove box. You know, uh, it doesn't matter. You're still gonna run. Yeah, I know. Because I mean, you figure. Yeah, they're not gonna find. At least you won't be arrested. Yeah, at least you won't be arrested that yeah, day. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he was going to flee to Mexico or something after that. I still, I still got shit to do before uh, yeah. they catch me. <laughs> I got to return some movies. I know. To I got to watch the last one that's, a, that's that's still going. Yeah, I got to watch uh, Mr. Iglesias on Netflix before I get arrested. <laughs> before I get arrested, because I don't think they have Netflix in prison. Yeah. And I, you know, I got to watch what I got to know what's going on in the next season. Yeah, no, that's 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 kind of fucked up. But you know, I guess like you said, you're gonna flee. This <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna take a break, and we're no longer doing the uh, decode the internet. We're kind of gonna condense the show a little bit, and mostly we're gonna focus on the uh, the dark web and kind of maybe do more of the scary stuff. So what? Uh, now, now we're gonna go to uh, I can't believe it's not Google. We're gonna take a break, and we'll see you guys then. We're back to I can't believe it's not Google. So uh, this is a segment where we give some people ask us questions and we give them advice. It's not good advice or bad advice. It's just our shitty advice. So take it as you will. So I got a question here from Miles from Rhode Island, and he says, "So my girlfriend has always loved and had a passion for modeling and not fa- not safe for work content. Ooh, I like this already. Yeah, that's good. She's also bi, oh, <laughs> and has and has probably been with more more girls than I have." When she asked me if I it, it when she asked me if I could start a if only fans account, hmm. I was a little hesitant at first because of the stigma behind the girls that do them. But I know she could make good money doing it, and she would really enjoy it. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing that's weirded me out about it was lonely man jacking off to my girl. I've slowly gotten more comfortable with it <laughs> with the idea of it. Also, I think that me and her making porn videos together kind of sounded awesome to me. No, sure. The conversation about this had been going on for about three months. So later, she asked me if her and her friend could make lesbian videos together. 
like fucking and everything. Hmm. I told her that friends that friends or not, I'm not really comfortable with it. Okay. I explained to her that she's everything to me and I just can't share that with other people and she doesn't under, but she doesn't understand why I would be upset. She says that it's different. I told her I'll make videos with her. I'm comfortable with that 100%. But for her to go out and make a video of her fucking another girl that just makes me uneasy. Hmm. She says it's not cheating because it's, she's making money and her friend also has a boyfriend. It just kind of hurts me that she would rather do it with someone else than me. The hard part of all of this is that she doesn't understand why I would question this or oppose it. How should I handle the situation? Also, leaving her is an absolute last option because I truly believe she is my soulmate. So what do you think about this guy? I mean, this I guy, he's, he's got to be in the shade. Yeah. <laughs> Either he's got to learn to stop being having the stick up his ass or he needs to leave her because he's never going to be happy. If she, It sounds like she wants to still have sex with others. Now, it doesn't sound like they talked about this before they got together. So he's kind of blindsided a little bit by it, right? Because he knew that she was a freak. Nothing wrong with that. So I think that if she's going to like all of a sudden be like, hey, I just want to start fucking my friends. It's a girl. It's not cheating. It's like, man. Yeah. But what if you catch feelings for him? You know, she starts catching feelings for the friend and the friend does her. I mean, that can lead to other problems. But if he's okay with it, you know, if he thinks she's a soulmate, then he shouldn't have any of these. He shouldn't be feeling like this is a big deal. He should be happy for her. So I think he needs to just, you know get on board with it or just fucking leave and maybe maybe he can get like a three maybe get like a threesome going but it, but he doesn't sound like he wants anything with this other girl it sounds like he just wants well, he to has brought his, up either. his girl and her with him <laughs> i know but i'm i'm saying like if it was me i'd want to say like well i'll throw that option out there it's like yeah, hey she might, she might allow uh, it. since you want to do with these chicks so much and and yeah you know why don't we just get a, a threesome going? you know he should probably have as many threesomes with as many uh, for friends as he could before he dumps her why why why, why not <laughs> she's getting what she wants and he's getting what he wants <laughs> right he's like <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna run through all her friends that's true well he's gonna run through them all then he's <laughs> like baby true. this ain't gonna work <laughs> yeah he's like, just like yeah, send another one over send another one yeah yeah i know <laughs> all your friends i'm gonna pimp all them out i'm gonna pimp all your friends out <laughs> yeah i don't th- i don't know i i he either has to he either has to accept it and move on because it's not she doesn't want to just be with him. He's got to figure that out. He's got to like move. I I think he should move on unless unless he can like lose his feeling. But see, he's really deep in love with it. that. He's calling her a soulmate. He's not gonna he's not gonna like being with another girl too. I mean, this guy sounds like he's just totally in love with her. Mm, I guess. I I guess yeah I, I no I I see what you're saying. It didn't sound like he wanted to really do it, but he's like yeah she wants to have sex on video. Let's do it. So it sounds like he's willing to, you know, you know, acquiesce yeah. to what are some of her decisions, but she wants more. I honestly don't think he can handle this woman. I, that's what I think. Right? He he needs to find someone else who doesn't exactly. Want to like you're you guys would have you guys would be on the same page and on this. this. Yeah, this is not the soulmate. If you guys are soulmates, then you know she wouldn't no. want to be fucking around. And yeah, I've never been a big believer in soulmates because I was I. There's so many people in the world. I mean, you can you can be compatible with millions of them. So I don't think there's one person out there for you. It's just I know, it's just uh, something that they made up, right? Hallmark made up. Yeah, it's just some bullshit thing that 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 people, you know, they want to feel like wh- whoever they feel have these feelings for at the time. It's like, oh, this has got to be it's so powerful. It's my soulmate. Exactly. Yeah. It's like no, you just want to fuck them. So so I think we're in agreement. Either he yeah. needs to like 
fuck her and her friends yeah. at the same time or just leave <laughs> <laughs> i like how you like as many as many of her friends as you can <laughs> you can man because yeah because i guarantee you, as soon as you leave her and you find somebody else you'll be like i'm glad i fucked up i know her exactly <laughs> I'm and glad. Then, <laughs> you'll be thinking you'll be kicking yourself if you just dump her and not have fucked all her friends. And you know what? I used to work with a guy. He used to so, he used to have a girlfriend that that was like freaky into that, like do foursomes, him and her and, and another couple. But there was a stipulation. Mm-hmm. She could get fucked by the other guy, but he couldn't fuck the other wife, the other girl. Oh that wouldn't be bad. <laughs> so, so he could only fuck the girlfriend and nothing else. Well she could get fucked by the friend, the other girl, and the guy. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> I was like, that's bullshit. I would have been, I would have been out of there. I like, I Why don't you go fuck yourself? Is what's gonna happen? I, know. Here. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, there's no point of this. Like, like really, you're just gonna be. Yeah, you're not getting any. No. Yeah, you're not getting anything. You can't out fuck of that. the other girls. Yeah. And I was like, man, you're fucking. You want some dude go to town on your on your girlfriend? Exactly. And just, like, yeah, there, like, you just oh, have to watch. I'll just guess. I'll just sit here and play with myself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So this guy needs to fucking like. Say, I know. But th- there are some people that like to watch other. Other I know. Me, other I know. men have sex with their. He, he girls didn't. The again. guy tell me that didn't strike me as that. I was just like, "Why are you putting up with her?" He's like, "Oh, you know." He didn't really have a good answer. I was like, "All right." <laughs> well, I mean, he stayed Next. there, so he must have liked it. He just wanted to. I, I mean, like I, I don't know. I mean, he was he he was he was pretty open about a lot of things. He told me about a lot of stuff. So was he upset about it or? No, he wasn't. You know, I think he felt like it was a little bit um, unfair. Unfair. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably something in there. I mean, he's probably just know. going along with it because he thought he was like. Well, I think he, he liked that she was really freaky. Bit, you know? he, he he liked it when oh. they were one on one. She was really freaky and she was into a lot of stuff. And I think yeah. he just kind of put up with that, you know, to go along so with that all he can the get the other shit. Was, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Fist in the ass. Like, and all she that lets me do it in the butt. Yeah, yeah. like it's like yeah. well, I guess I'll put up with it for. <laughs> yeah, like it's a mass play. <laughs> yep. Exactly. That was interesting. But yeah, this guy needs to move on. Either move on or just fuck all the friends too. Yeah. Just fuck the friends. Trying to get, get that there. into your play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're in agreement. All right. All right. So it's time to wrap it up. Uh, stay tuned for the after show, The Dark Web, where we're going to do uh, Bad Catholic Church. Ooh, that's the scariest thing of all. Um, yeah. We'll see you guys <laughs> on the other side. Bye-bye, everyone. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening, and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web. The WWTI Studios After Show. Right, everybody, welcome back to the dark web. So all this shit we talk about that's a little bit weird and creepy, and I got something here that's kind of creepy. That the history of the Catholic Church. So you and I grew up scary. Catholic. We we kind of know a little bit about some of this stuff. Mm. But there's a few things that there's a lot of things that I didn't really know about, and you know you kind of hear things you know about the Catholic Church being like a sect or a government or even like a cult, right? I've heard all those yeah. things. So, some of the things that I didn't really think about that they might have participated in, I'm going to go over some of these things. So, one of the things was, remember in, in the 90s, remember the Rwanda, the genocide that happened there? Do you remember mm-hmm. that? We were in high school. Yeah. Well, 
So those who don't know, in 1984, in Rwanda, approximately 80,000 lives, or 20% of the population there, were, were lost in genocide by the Hutu people. So there's a couple of tribes there. Some of them that died were all the Tutsi people, but the Hutu people were thought to have come from another um, state or country, Chad, while the mm. Tutsi were originally uh, originated from the Ethiopia. So this was only in four months. Four months, 80,000 people died. Okay, this isn't like nuclear bombs or anything. This is like slaughter. I don't know if you remember mm. that shit, but it was pretty bad. Yeah, I, I, remember, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, it was really bad. So after the bloodshed ended... A lot of people, you know, the, the world was, you know, because the world was watching, you know, everything. It was a big deal. And they were, like, wondering who the fuck, you know, was behind all this. So, crazy enough, you know, many of the killers behind the genocide, there was nowhere to be found. But many people thought that the Catholic Church might have had their hands dirty and, you know, been complicit in some of this. Mm. So, here's why. So, in, in Rwanda at that time, or even now, two-thirds of the people there are Catholic. I didn't know that. But the Catholic Church has a heavy presence there in Rwanda. And so they think that they allowed or they were complicit with, these, with the genocide to occur and also taking part in the killings themselves. And part of that, they also they're blamed for sneaking out the people that were doing it behind the killings. They also helped sneak them out, right? Because they have a lot of, you know, they have, they have a lot of money. The Vatican's mm. not short of money. Oh, they yeah, have a lot rich, of yeah. agents. And, oh, yeah. So... They think that the clergymen helped sneak people out, you know, to avoid any type of trouble. Mm. So one of these people that, that got snuck out, his name was Father Athanase Sarumba. Mm-hmm. So on April, 19, April 6, 1994, during the genocide, Father Sarumba, this, this is how fucked up this guy is. He told about 2,000 Tutsis that they would be hidden in his, that they, they could take, you know, safe harbor in his church, right? Sanctuary mm-hmm. there. Like, come in, come in, as many people come in, you know, you'll be safe here. You guys will hide. So he got about two. He got two thousand people inside. He locked them up, boarded up, you know, locked up the doors, everything from the outside, and he ordered the whole building to be bulldozed. Oh so, shit! Yeah, with everybody in there, he just fucking knock his thing, tear it down, and the people that were like, you know, fle- able to get out or you know weren't dying from that, they were outside. Him and his men were just shooting at them, just fucking picking them off. So, the um. After this happened, you know, he, he escaped, you know, like I was talking about, to Florence, Italy. And he mm. continued practicing as a preacher until 2002. And that's when the International Tribunal for Rwanda, they found him. You know, these guys were looking out, you know, looking out for these killers, yeah, you know, basically. Them, yeah. yeah, exactly. So the Vatican, they fought extradition for, you know, they wanted to bring him back for, you know, trying for his war crimes. And they were like, no, you know, he's been doing good work. He's a good man, you know, this and that. And they're like, no, you know, people who, who are around there, you know, you know, people talk. So he ended up, they ended up extraditing him. And he got 15 years in prison back in, you know, 2004. So he would have probably mm-hmm. been out now. But he he appealed it. He was like, no, that's too much. You know, that's bullshit. You know, I'm a good man. I'm a good Catholic. And so then they re-overlooked the case. And they saw more of the things he did and how, he, you know, how he had fucked and killed all those people over and they gave him life instead. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> fucking guy. He, yeah, he was well, going to get 15 murderer. years. And they said, nah. Yeah. yeah 2,000 people. I mean, that could be children as well. Fucking bulldozed and just fucking led them to their grave. And fuck that guy. So, yeah, he got life in prison. That's, oh, that's it's, it's pretty fucked up. So, another thing that the Catholic Church has always been tolerant of is the age of consent. 
So we all heard about all these pedophiles, right? These preachers and, you know, molesting children. Mm. But what's weird is for the longest time, Vatican City, their age of consent was only 12. I didn't know that. Mm. Wow, that's but, really young. Yeah, that's... And like you said, you know, I mean, you were an altar boy once, right? Yes, I was. Yeah, but... And nothing really but, happened to me. The only thing that really... That I really remember... Like, that. But it wasn't until, like, I was, like, I think it was 16. I was doing, like, confirmation. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> and so at the confirmation, when, you, when you're young, you really don't go conf- – I, I never really went into the confessional booth mm-hmm. until, like until, – I think because you can't do it until you confirm. Mm-hmm. And then you're then you're able to take the, the blood, the wine, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I remember they told us, okay, for, well, confirmation, your first time you're going to confess – so I went in, I went, they, they had this room, I went in there, and I remember, I didn't know what to say, because I, I was like, fuck, I'm just, I haven't really done anything that bad. Yeah. You know, like, fucking. The, the people I killed I, deserved it, you know, so. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was like, I was like 16 years old, I really didn't. Yeah, know, you don't know what to shit. say. You know, I didn't listen to my parents, you know, was dumb shit yeah. like that. So exactly. I was like, and I guess, and, and, and they just finished talking about you know, unpure thoughts. <laughs> before I went in there Jeez. and stuff and so I went there and I was like I didn't know what to say I was like oh, I'll just tell him I have some unpure thoughts right you know mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I masturbate it's just, I look at dirty pictures sometimes I'll tell yeah. him that I'll tell him that so I go in there and I'm sitting there and he's like uh, he's like do you have any sins to confess and I'm like yeah uh, yeah I had some unpure thoughts I guess you know I, I was uh, and he was like as soon as he said that I, I remember he like, he like perked up he was like oh tell me about him Oh, and it was shit. like super, super <laughs> fucking creepy, dude. And I was like sitting there, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, this and guy really wants to know. <laughs> yeah, he was like too, like too, like he really wanted, like he wanted me to get, like it sounded like he wanted me to get into detail and you know. T- yeah. Sure. And after that, I was just like, uh, "No, that's okay. I gotta go." <laughs> yeah, your time <laughs> is up. So our time is <laughs> up. Remember, <laughs> I remember getting up, just all like, like, all like walking away from him, like, like going, stepping back and going oh, out the door and just like leaving man. and running out. I was like, not today, Fuck. Satan. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> God. And that was That's like a lot. That, that was like, yeah. And that was before like all the. All that came old, up about the pedophilia and stuff. All that came out about the pedophilia and stuff. And then when, when they, when I saw the news on that and how they were hiding people, I was like, yes, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Totally makes sense. So 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 actually they they changed the rule from being twelve to in in July twenty thirteen because of all these uh, pedophilia you know these you know allegations Pope Francis raised the age of eighteen right because of pedophilia and prostitution and scandals against mm. the church right because they really took a black eye in the early two thousands remember that yeah and they they, they still had some like a couple of years ago yeah they, they're still getting and and the thing that's weird is. The church doesn't consider child abuse cases against the priests to be pedophilia. They don't consider that to be, like, fucked up. They that's, blame that's they, they blame homosexuality for child abuse, but not pedophilia. That's that's ridiculous. And then they don't even <laughs> do anything to the priests. They just move them to a different area so they can yeah, abuse more children. Exactly. Yeah. Let's just sweep another rug and put them somewhere yeah. else. You know. I like. So and that it just amazes to- me. It amazes me how they can't let like, like people like the police or you know. Like they can't go in there and just take care of them, or you know, just get them out of there, or put them in jail. But oh, I know. The Catholic Church like protects them. Oh, it's highly protected, or pays people off. It's yeah, it's it's it's. There's been a lot of cases of that, yeah, and and it's, and it's horrible. Like you said, you know, a lot of kids will get abused. It seems like mainly boys, young boys, will get abused, and then they'll these priests get another job somewhere else. It's like fuck. 
Like, what are you doing? Like, would you really allow your son to be around this guy? No, then, you know, don't let him be around all these other kids, you know? It's just simple, you know, you don't even need religion to figure that out. Yeah. So. Common sense. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's really weird because, like, excommunication. They have weird policies with excommunication. So they got they got they got another little black guy in 2009 in Brazil. They punished an underage girl who was raped and got an abortion. So because she was a minor, she she wasn't excommunicated, right? Because she's she's under 18, but her mother was. And they also excommunicated the doctors who who performed the abortion, but the rapist nothing. Didn't get any, they, the guy didn't get excommunicated or nothing. He's he's fine. He's still a good Catholic. So well, they're like in, the, in in the Bible it says like like you can you can rape somebody really young but you can if you get paid like a certain amount of silver mm-hmm. like you think it'll be okay like as long as, long as you pay the father <laughs> a certain amount of money oh shit no, I, I doubt mar- this guy mar- paid and married the and married the I think it's like if you pay the father and you marry him like it's 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 considered a clean slate nah I don't think this guy did that. <laughs> yeah. It didn't sound like this rapist did that to this girl. I mean, he got her pregnant. I think he was like, you know, she pointed him out and, you know, cops might have arrested him. But, you know, she she got abortion, right? She's like, I don't want to have this fucking asshole's baby. And the church is like, oh, oh, you're a sinner. You know, how dare you kill another life? Out. So their stance in the past has been that they would rather have the woman die than get a life-saving abortion. Abortions are a big no-no. So... The core doctrine doesn't consider rape as a crime worth excommunication. Just like I said, the abortion, and like we talked about pedophilia, it's not worth. That is also not considered worthy of excommunication. Like another example of how it's kind of fucked up and weird is like the the Nazis. You know, didn't get it. None of them got excommunicated. One of them did. His name was Joseph Goebbels, and he the reason he was excommunicated is because he had married and divorced a Protestant woman. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, him killing all them Jews and, you know, yeah. all the hate war crimes, that's, that's not worth excommunicating for. So Pope Francis finally excommunicated one of his priests after he was convicted of pedophilia and sent to prison for 14 years. First time. Okay. Another priest, he also excommunicated. But the reason this guy got excommunicated is because he was advocating for women to become priests. And he said, and that priest was also saying that, you know, gay marriage should be allowed. So he got booted out. (laughs) (laughs) What women? No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How dare we allow women to be equals? (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) So this last one right here is you remember Mother Teresa, right? Remember remember about her, the humanitarian, right? We'd see her on Newsweek. We'd see her on, on all these websites. So she was a true humanitarian. You know, she represented God basically. But in actuality, she wasn't anything like that. No, she so she wasn't. was, she was born in Albania, right? I never really paid much attention to her because I I checked out from the church back in the nineties, you know. So mm. I saw her, I didn't really care. But like I said, when I'd see her, like I, you know, the newspapers, they made it sound like she was, you know, she was a big PR person for the church, right? It looked like she she gave to the homeless and the poor. But she had like befriended like dictators, like one was a Haitian dictator, Jean Claude Duvier. She mm. she befriended him and he stole money from his people and he lived a lavish life and he gave so she was friends with him. Another one she was friends with was a guy named Charles Keating. And this guy was 
um, he was a banker best known for defrauding American taxpayers out of over three billion during the savings and loan crisis of the eighties and ninety. Three billion this guy stole. He gave her one point two five million dollars, and he also lent her his private jet so she could just get around the world easily. Mm-hmm. So, th- so this guy got busted, right? He he got sent to prison, and they asked her, "Hey, return the money." She's like, "No, fuck you. It's my money." And she even asked. She even tried to advocate for him to get his sentence overturned. Like, she wanted him freed. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're giving him money. Yeah, he was he was, he was, was her, like, fucking gravy train, right? And the jet yeah. and whatever else she used. So it can't be proven, but it is believed that the money she used wasn't used for anything good. So she had hospices, right, in her name. That a lot of people are like, yeah, Mother Teresa's hospices. You know, you can get medical care here. Be, be you know preyed upon by her and this and that not i mean pray like isn't pray or not praying like she, she's gonna attack him but <laughs> i don't know I but, don't know about that yeah <laughs> but the hospices were known to be extremely dirty and medical care was very insufficient and like pain management for the dying was very inadequate yeah so i, I remember she used to talk about how like there's what the, the, you have to suffer for god and that yeah she would basically make the she wouldn't give them no medications and stuff and just let them fucking suffer there on the floor yeah. The ground, basically. Yeah, yeah, and they were saying that uh, they, were, they were found not to even distinguish between like terminally ill patients and those who could be cured. Right? They just fucking put them all in the same room. So like some people who had curable illnesses died anyway because of the poor and sanitary treatment they received from the facilities. So she she also like I said she, like the church the stances opposing abortions, claiming that it was the greatest enemy of peace in the world, and she defended the pedophiliacs. You know, she the priests. She offended. Uh, she she uh, defended, defended them. Yeah. Now, one of the w- biggest things that I didn't know about, all the, also, and that they found out later after she died, was that she didn't really believe what she preached. So they found letters that she had written to the Vatican, proving that she didn't even believe in God. Hmm. So she wrote, "This is her quote: What do I labor for? If there be no God, there can be no soul." If there be no soul, then Jesus, you are also not true. Unquote. So this woman didn't even believe this shit. She was just fucking raking in the cash, using the people, you know, making friends with high places with all these. Sounds like a just a t- televangelist. Exactly. God, these I just don't. Like I said, I've, I've you heard me say his name before, but fucking like Joel Osteen and all these dickheads like that. I I just don't know how people give all their money to them or. Not for me, man. It's not for me. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if you ever plan on going back to the church, but it's something to think about right there. <laughs> yeah, not today. I don't think I'd ever go back. Well, I think we had enough in there for today. That kind of bummed me out. With <laughs> <laughs> got to take down your but mother hey, Teresa poster. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got to take it down. It's I no longer feel the the passion I had before. Yeah. No, I knew she was a piece of shit for a long time, and I, I never yeah. really. I never really cared for her, even even when people thought she was fucking great. Man, everyone made it um, seem like she was fucking sweet and pure. Yeah, but that's not uh, to she be was just an evil piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so uh, thank you for everybody joining us here at the bunker. And if the world doesn't end by then, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.